welcome to another episode of On My Mind. I'm Shelley Griffith, and I'm delighted to have a dear longtime friend with me today to talk about a lot of interesting things. It's Meredith Wilson. We're here in Athens, and we're going to talk about a number of things that are related to her career and upcoming events. Welcome, Meredith. Good morning, Shelley. It's always great to be with you. <laughs> always good to see you. Share with you, Meredith, share with our listeners, please, uh, some of your background, where you were raised, uh, education early on, family, and then we're going to segue into some of these other issues. Well, I was born and bred in Athens, Tennessee. Actually, I was born in Epperson Hospital in Athens, but my family was lived in Nyota, Tennessee. My father always referred to Nyota as the Mesopotamia of the South, <laughs> um, and attended McMinn County High School, graduated from Tennessee Military Institute. I'm also a proud graduate of Ingleside Grammar School. Meant to go backwards on that a little bit. <laughs> And then uh, went to Judson College, where I received my uh, degree in English, and then also received a, an associate's degree in journalism from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Worked in Knoxville for several years with a couple of ad agencies, and then my father uh, called me from Citizens National Bank, and along with Jack Allen, and said, we, we need some help with some advertising. And then 30 years later, that, that, that started my career in banking in 1984. Goodness. And, and in the career of advertising, marketing, share with the listeners some of the possible background things that they may not know about marketing in general, not just banking, but with your long career in that. Share with them uh, what you perceive as, as the good part of that, maybe some of the downside a little bit, but just, just kind of share your career a little bit with them. Well, marketing in a small town is, is, is a challenge. Although you, your, your main deal with Citizens National Bank is branding. And the thing that made that a little bit easier for us was because of, of my father and my, our families. uh, it is a family business, so he was pretty easy to market. And he was the one who, who designed our logo, as a matter of fact, and also came up with some of our most memorable taglines. Um, basically, the main thing with marketing in a small town is community activity and being involved in your community and getting the word out by your actions, words, and deeds, which I think we've always, we're, we're well known for doing that in this community. Um, all the print ads and all the radio spots and TV ads doesn't mean a thing unless you come, unless you, you come into that bank or that institution and you feel what, is being projected in the community. And I feel like that's the biggest part of marketing, is living up to what you have put out there for the community. Yeah, that's an excellent comment, Meredith. I think in what you're saying about being involved, for our listeners, Citizens National Bank and the entire staff and knowing its family over the years, total involvement in the community, which so many people do not do, uh, for the sake of the community. And as you look back on those years, what brought you into 
not just your career, but what brought you into your first big, uh, I guess, community involvement? What was your first uh, major production, if you will, getting involved? Well, I think before Rick Warren made a purpose-driven mm -hmm. life popular, I grew up in a purpose-driven life family. Um, mother and dad were always involved with something. And when Paul and I came back to the bank to work, Dad made it very clear uh, that our first priority was to put back into the community. So we, you know, Dad was very involved with the committee of 100. Uh, Mother was, was involved with uh, a lot of church activities. Also, she was one of the active members, the founding members of the Living Heritage Museum, the Art Center, lots of uh, entities that we're still familiar with, the library, and so that's just what I grew up with. So I don't know that we would really say that there was any particular project that propelled me, but I got a call back in 2003 from Austin Festmeyer, and he says, well, we're getting ready to put together something for Tennessee Westland College at the time, uh, Homecoming. And, and I said, well, that sounds interesting. What is this? Well, we're going, we're going to do a fall festival, and we're going to do it around homecoming. And I'm kind of scratching my head, and I'm going, God, Austin, I don't know if I have time with that. We had just started Habitat for Humanity, and it had just kind of gotten off the ground. And uh, there were several other things. Paul had been working on the Boys and Girls Club in Monroe County, and, we, and I was like, I don't know if I have time for a festival. And we had a meeting with the city and with um, Laura Lenore and the Downtown Business Association and with the powers to be at Westland. And boom, the next year we, we, we did this fall festival and Laura's the one who named it Pumpkin Town. And also in the meantime, we we're starting to work on a dairy festival named Moo Fest. Mm -hmm which we decided the the dairy festival used to be downtown and it kind of died off and then we brought it back in. And so now we start getting into to making Athens a tourism destination or a small little town that, you know, you, if you're looking for something to do, there's quaint little downtown to go to. So that's kind of how I got into the festival business. Well, and so we're looking, gosh, 20 years since then? Yes. Wow. We've slept a little bit since then, <laughs> Shelley. gracious. That's amazing. And I remember when it first kicked off, because, folks, we came back in 77, and then you watch this uh, growth, and good point, Meredith, about, you know, giving back and, and uh, certainly growing up in a purpose-filled uh, family. And um, the Living Heritage Museum, uh, I believe, I think it started on the campus at Westland, did it not? Old College? It did. And then your mom, so uh, vital to the beginning success there. And then share with our listeners and, and uh, some of the, uh, well, boards or some of the uh, other events. We're going to get into Pumpkin Town in just a few moments. But share with our listeners uh, some of the activities, boards, and things that you have served on. Uh, to give them an idea of how one can be involved in a community 
And yes, you're right. It'll stress you and give you some some uh, real sleepless nights sometimes. But tell them some of the different activities you've done because I think it's an amazing contribution. Well, thank you, Shelley. Habitat for Humanity was probably one of my first big projects that we, we took on. Um, we started in 92 with, with Habitat, and we became the 100th affiliate that in, in McMinn County uh, throughout the whole Habitat infrastructure. I was also involved with the uh, start of Nancy's House, which is an HIV-positive AIDS resource center that served Bradley County, McMinn County, and Polk County. Then we kind of, I, I finally did some banking in between all these other <laughs> these other projects, and then um, been involved with the Humane Society, uh, the Downtown Business Association, the McMinn County Living Heritage Museum Guild with the Trash and Treasure Sale. I've served as treasurer of that organization for several years. So it's it's been a it's been a very rich life that we've lived here. If you can't find something to do in this town in this community, it's nobody's fault but your own. There's plenty of opportunities, plenty of great folks. I I met I have met folks through Habitat and through Nancy's House that I never would have come in contact with otherwise. And the same I can say at, at working at the bank. You know, working with civic organizations that would come to us for donations and all the many uh, football and baseball and basketball things we sponsored um just a, a wide variety of things that like i said if you it's all a choice to be a community advocate that's a great point Meredith, because there are so many things you can be involved with as you point out and and it really is up to the average citizen to say yeah let me step up and help where I can and it turns out uh, I've just been trying to keep up with you and Judy yeah right <laughs> no no but uh, I was told by our dear friend Milner Jones years ago when I came to this community uh, the first uh, for our listeners board certified surgeon in East Tennessee but uh, he told me you need to be out of the office when you're not working you need to be out serving your community and what a great bit of advice for for a young doc to learn and, and as you know, and I know, sometimes it just doesn't happen. It's hard to get some of those volunteers, but hopefully that stimulus will return from the era that you've had and I've had. Now, let's segue into what's coming up, the Pumpkin Town, because there's so many great things about this. And, and as it has grown uh, over the years, share with our listeners, uh, go back to that initial beginning briefly, and then share with us how we've gone over these years, the number of folks that have been there. I was amazed, folks, just right before we started, Meredith was talking about uh, the number of vendors, and then uh, the, the actual programming of Pumpkin Town for our listeners, because we want them to be able to come and show up and enjoy the day. So if you give us the dates and everything else. This year's Pumpkin Town's going to be on Saturday, October the 14th from 10 o'clock a.m. until 5 o'clock p.m. It's all in historic downtown Athens, Tennessee. And this is our 20th year for doing Pumpkin Town, and it's celebrating the rich cultural history of East Tennessee by highlighting our Native American culture, local history, 
and displaying elements of time past that are unique and interesting for all ages. When we first started Pumpkin Town, like I said, it was it was mainly uh, TWU homecoming. But then the following year, uh, Wesleyan ended up rescheduling their homecoming. So we ended up picking the second Saturday in October. Laura Lenore is the one who uh, spearheaded this and took it over with the Downtown Business Association. And if anybody knows Laura Lenore, everybody knows she is a, a historical purist. And she did a lot of interesting research on Pumpkin Town. And the reason why we named it Pumpkin Town is um, if you were going to try to locate Pumpkin Town today, you'd find yourself somewhere on Mayfield Dairy Farms, about two miles north of downtown Athens, and still within city limits. So it's not really certain when Pumpkin Town began or who founded it. It is known that around 1820, a postmaster for Pumpkin Town was named, and he was Hugh Kelso. He was one of the first postmasters in McMinn County, and he distributed mail arriving by stagecoach. And the county itself was newborn, formed in 1819, and named after Joseph McMinn, who governed Tennessee at the time. And <laughs> this is the funny part about Tum Pumpkin Town. It was once described as a home for transients and ne'er-do-wells, and it is surmised that the name came from the native crop growing on the premises. So legend would have us believe that Pumpkin Town was considered to be the actual site for what would become the city of Athens, but that didn't quite happen. After much discussion and dissent over the permanent location of the county seat was located midpoint in the county on donated land, and a little pioneer settlement was eventually absorbed into Athens. So that, yeah, because that history, uh, I've kind of skirted learning about that. That is fascinating. Well, <laughs> that area of the county, it was, was a conduit between Englewood Monroe County, coming down through here. The Cherokees and a lot of Indians came through there. This McMinn County was kind of a pass-through to right. get down to either Charleston or go down even as far as Cleveland, where Red Clay is. Red Clay, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes mm -hmm. sense when you look at that. Now, from the beginning of your involvement with it, and certainly Laura's and many of your volunteers, take us forward into these years, some of the things that have changed from the events that you normally have set up with the folks so they'll know as they come and begin to see from uh, start to end some of the things that are going on, entertainment, uh, venues, stores that are open, et cetera, and then this, uh, this wonderful massive number of vendors that you've developed. Well, the centerpiece and the glue that holds Pumpkin Town together is the Scott Crisp Memorial Powwow. Uh, Scott Crisp was a beloved, he was a larger-than-life character, literally, at, at 350 pounds. Um, he and Laura uh, partnered early on in the Pumpkin Town history. Uh, to and we've gradually grown this thing over to now pumpkin now powwow is at least thirty demonstrators dancers uh, whatnot we they they're going to do the 
feather dance, uh, Native American exhibitions, and it's just a, it's an incredible account of, of our of our Native American history. And Scott unfortunately passed away from an unfortunate accident back in 2016. But Javi Alfaro, who is an Aztec Indian out of Shaw, who kind of grew up with with Scott, he has carried this on, and he has he's just made it just a, just an incredibly fun and educational part of the of the festival. Other things that are going to be going on: uh, Casa Corridor for East Tennessee is going to be doing a celebrity dunk tank. And right now, we believe we've got Bo Cagle from the high school, Tyler Forrest from TWU, uh, several other dignitaries, and maybe not so many dignitaries. Adam Lowe is going to join us. This is going to be raising money for CASA's many, many uh, projects that we do for our underprivileged children that are in our court system. Another activity we've got is 37th Annual McMinn County Living Heritage Museum Quilt Show. They've got over 100 quilts in on exhibit. It's free admission the whole day for Pumpkin Town, so you need to come, need to go see that. It, it's always a fabulous show. And my favorite part of the whole thing, plus my dog Gibbs is is going to uh, co-host the Mutt Strut and the annual Doggy Costume Contest and the McMahon Regional Humane Society Adopt-a-thon. So this year's Mutt Strut is going to be led by Wesley, the mascot from TWU, and Gibbs Wilson, and any <laughs> other dogs that would like to do that. That's going to take place at 1030 on uh, downtown at the Market Pavilion, then they're going to start judging the doggy costume contest. Oh, by the way, the the regional society, the McMahon Regional Humane Society is going to have a booth down at the pavilion, so you can register your dog for their costume contest down there. Deb Wallace, our uh, city manager, is going to announce the doggy costume contest <laughs> winners at at eleven thirty five. And then the Adopt-a-thon and the paw print activities and the cat adoption will be over at Fuller's Frame Shop. And these, all these activities are going to be from 10 a.m. until 3 o'clock p.m. Well, and that's that's always successful and always, uh, you know, to me a very lovable part of Pumpkin Town when you watch these. Oh, it's hysterical. It's just hysterical. Let's just hope. Gibbs Wilson doesn't do anything bad about uh, on the sidewalk or anything. And the, join the history honchos, a.k.a. Joe Guy and Paul Wilson, at 10 o'clock, the corner of Washington and Jackson Street at the DAR booth for a historical walking tour of downtown Athens. And if you've not, if you've not been on this, it's, it's, I have to say, even though he is my brother, it's, it's pretty cool. It's Friends, it's wonderful. We've done it, I think, at least two to three times ourselves, and it's marvelous. And you learn something new every time, and they, they bring history to life, and Athens just has so much. So, yeah. And then the uh, entertainment, stage entertainment. Well, this year at the Courthouse Steps, we've got the Armfield Dance Studio. It's going to be at 10 o'clock and at 3 o'clock. 
And then Inspirations Dance Studio will take the stage with their new production of Halloween. Mm. They will be on stage at 11 o'clock and 1 o'clock. And One Heart Dojo, who happens to be one of our sponsors for Pumpkin Town, they will be on at noon and at 2 o'clock. And then on the Market Pavilion stage, 10 o'clock, I believe we've got Jim Brooks. And then we've got Anxious Whistling Dixie Band from Chattanooga, Tennessee is coming at 1035. Then we will have Sugar Lime Blue. They're a band out of folk art band out of Nashville will be at one o'clock. And then local favorite Never Too Late band will be at three o'clock. Awesome. And it's it's that ongoing stuff through the day, folks, that people cannot say they don't have something to attend or something to listen to. And then uh, the uh, shops, I gather, are open, which is important. Almost all of our local businesses will be open that day, which that's great for, for, for everybody to know that they've got some place to come back to after the festival. We've got 300 arts, food, info, a great assortment of, of vendors that are coming this year. Plus know. the petting zoo and the the pony rides. Awesome. I don't know how you do it, Meredith, with all the vendors because my vision, I have no perception, folks, of how to put things into a spot. Meredith does this so beautifully. When you're talking 300 vendors, this is amazing. So you can't say that you can't find something to eat during that day because it's everywhere and then uh, with the pumpkin town uh, proceeds Meredith segue into uh, Wilson Tropic the the business that you officially run now uh, as you have supposedly retired from banking you're never retired you're never going to retire and so share with us uh, what you like to put back in the community from that well wilson Thropic is the 501c3 umbrella for friendly city festivals and advocates in ministry and i started this after we we sold the bank to simmons back in 2017 i thought well what the heck am i going to do with myself I was still pretty heavily involved with the festivals and had been helping with some homeless initiatives um, ever since Habitat for Humanity. And so, I don't know, I, I rented a space from uh, Rick Lay at R Lay Realty and started a, a restaurant over at the lake. And then the lake restaurant eventually subsided, and so now I'm just full-time into festivals and, 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 and some homeless initiatives. Well, and let me say, folks, I think for anyone who uh, has, has worked through their church, perhaps, with, with uh, food insecurity, homelessness, these kind of things, Meredith has done this absolutely marvelous job in our surrounding area, and it's, it's a difficult thing to do many times uh, because, and let's be realistic, different attitudes that people have regarding uh, the homeless population. And I think we're just being honest here. And, and Meredith has done this beautiful work to help secure uh, food, secure lodging, things that uh, I guess I didn't understand, Meredith, years ago 
till starting to talk to you, talk to other people about the actual problems. And, and I, I confess that I should have known more about that, especially as a physician in town, but it is an amazing thing. And am I correct? Our, our food insecurity is, is uh, approaching, what, 15, 16% maybe of mm -hmm. our population? Is that At correct? least. But food is, is definitely a, a, a big issue, but housing is probably yeah, yeah. as much, if not more. Uh, that's that's the real challenge here. Um, you know, it's one thing to help somebody with with a motel room, but does that is that a band aid? You know, we 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 need to look towards more sustainable long term solutions instead of just being a stopgap. Well, and that's a great point because you and I have shared in the past housing. I guess we might have thought there would be housing available. Uh, in those situations, but you're right. We, we don't see that uh, currently in McMinn County that I thought we might. Now, as we look to the thing that Meredith is such a great planner, folks, she's probably already jumping ahead to next year's Pumpkin Town and Move Fest. Anything on the horizon for, for that in your mind a year ahead? Well, MoveFest, I think, will be huge next year because uh, <clears throat> thanks to the construction being finished with the middle school or the new primary school, I'll get the name right here for too long. I'm sorry, I'm still old school. Yeah, I'm still referring to the junior, junior high as the junior high. Soapbox Derby will be back on Keith Lane, so that means that's going to open up MoveFest a little bit more. MoveFest will be the first month, first Saturday in June. We're looking at retooling Sounds of Summer. Uh, we've got a lot of things going on with there. We didn't have very good attendance this year. Um, so, I don't know, we may be looking at either letting someone else rematch that, but then Pumpkin Town will be back with a vengeance in 2024. <laughs> well, and Sounds of Summer, folks, was something that... Uh, Meredith and Tim Hughes and I think Joel Webb uh, put together wonderful entertainment on a weekly basis or an every other week basis and people from many communities come to just have a good time sitting and listening to uh, various forms of entertainment and I do hope that will get back like you say in, in that. Now I ask a lot of my guests Meredith if, if you could advise people, and, and we're back a little bit to where we were a minute ago, if you could advise people in Athens, Tennessee, or uh, McMinn County, whatever, how to be involved in certain things. If they come to you and say, all right, Mary, if I heard the broadcast, I want to get involved in things, what should I be doing as a citizen that you can perceive I can get involved with? Let's say I'm new to town, I don't know anybody. Uh, how do we get those folks involved? What, what does Meredith say to them to do that? I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> come on now, come on. I know you know. But, um, no. Not really. We run Pumpkin Town and all the festivals with five people. Wow. So, I, <laughs> you know, um, we, we, we do need some people on the ground that day. Uh, with logistics and showing people where to go, where to park, where the trash cans are, where the bathrooms are. So, so joking aside, the, the 
Friday and Saturday, we need people to help us with vendor check-in, uh, trash pickup. So you can call me at 423-887-3544. We've got plenty of opportunities out there. Email is meredithw2009 at comcast.net. Uh, we welcome any and all volunteers. Like I said, we we like to have fun while we're having fun. And, and you've got to look at these projects with anything that you're involved with as a party. And you're inviting guests to come. And you want those guests to have a great experience. So I'm hoping that all of our folks in Athens and McMinn County will bind together and, and make this a great destination. I'm going to share a little thing that I thought was interesting. My mother and I were at Grandma's Bakery Saturday uh, having lunch, late lunch. It's about 1230 downtown Athens. And it was downtown Athens was pretty was pretty busy, and Grandma's Bakery was pretty busy. Well, a couple comes in and sits down next to us. And, of course, we strike up a conversation, and my 96-year-old mother says to the man, says, well, where are you all from? Well, we're from Lenore City. Uh, we just got got up this morning, thought we'd just get in the car and come somewhere. Well, we started Googling some things, and Athens came up. And they said, we will come back. Of course, Mother and I immediately said, well, go over to the museum real quick. The art center might be open. So go tour Tennessee Wesleyan University that's got a great campus. Etowah Depot is probably open. We listed all these things, and they kind of went, we may have to come back. (laughs) So we need to be the comeback community. That's awesome. Well, and so many things. And then... Uh, folks get here early for Pumpkin Town. That's 10 to 5, October the 14th, Saturday. And come and enjoy all you can because there will be a lot of things to do. And, and uh, if you see this lady flying up and down the street and talking to people, it's probably going to be Meredith because she never sits during this whole day and then gets to take a day or two off, I hope, afterwards, you know, with that. So, but. Thanks so much for being on. We're looking forward to being at Pumpkin Town, seeing all this, and and I hope our listeners, if they have questions, uh, or if you'd love to volunteer, which we encourage, call Meredith at that number and her email, and and hope to see you there. Hey, Shelley. Yes. In closing, could I mention our sponsors? Please, because. Please we can't do these free to the public productions without sure. all these many sponsors. And I apologize for interrupting no, your no, closure, no, I'm but, sorry, but no. um, I'd like okay. to thank the city of Athens, the MacMan Tourism Board, VEC Customer Shares, Tennessee Overhill, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Citizens National Bank of Sevier County, 104.9 The Mountain, Three Rivers Radio Group. The Daily Post Athenian, WCLE Mix 1041 FM, The Morning Facts, The Athens Kiwanis Club, Simmons Bank, Simmons Wealth Management Group, Star Regional Medical Center, Mayfield Dairy Farm, Denso, Dynasty Spas, Humana, One Heart Dojo, Exit Milestone Realty, Valley Oil, Warren Jackson CPAs, the Art Center, Athens Main Street, and Wolfenden Family Pharmacies. 
And I also like to thank my long-suffering committee members that with, without them I could not function, and that includes Scott Bridwell, Brianna Baker with City, uh, Stephanie Birchfield, Ben Birchfield, Leslie Arnold, and all the many, many other folks that, that make this thing possible. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. I forgot my big, 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 big uh, uh, committee member in, in stature as well as deed is Michael Priest. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Thank you for acknowledging them. That's excellent. Folks, like I say, I hope you'll show up, enjoy the day, pass this on to your friends for the future of these, uh, these uh, great events, MooFest, Pumpkin Town, and uh, anything else. We welcome you, as always, like Meredith says, to Athens and McMinn County. We know we have a lot to offer, and we love sharing it with everybody in the area. And as I say to you folks, I hope you all have a safe and healthy day, and I'll see you a little further up the road.